some not exciting stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about anyway because that's what we do here. We talk um, about things and stuff. And both stuff. of those, the whole spectrum. And things. Um, You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Giratina Returns, Kingdom Cup, Trico Day, Load Tad Research Day, and more on this episode of GoCast. It is the 39th episode of GoCast Podcast. Welcome, welcome. It's March 23rd. My name is Chris, your host. I'm joined by, as always, Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. Got the band back together. All three of us are here We're this here. week. Plus one, except he's not a roadie. Not going to take that whole band metaphor all the way through here because it doesn't apply anymore we're joined by mr ken of the lured up podcast and got him watch them all network ken how's it going i'm doing awesome thank you so much for having me on the show i'm super excited super excited nope. hi ken hey, we're thrilled to have hi. you yeah party hey, we've done some back and forth a lot like our, our shows work together where we have great relationships so people know of you but let's pretend that they don't who are you? What do you do? What's going on? Got to watch them on network. What's that about? All right. So I had this this idea that um, I'm kind of this uh, a busybody. I needed something to do. I wanted to find a new creative outlet. I was kind of sitting on my butt for a while. Didn't have a lot of output creatively. And I said, what can I possibly do? YouTube is so hard to break into. And, and you know, I'm, I've always been like a talk radio guy. Howard Stern grew up on Howard Stern, you know, listening to stand up comedy, things like that. I love the audio format. And I said, you know, I think I want to start a podcast. I had listened to like Giant Bomb and the Nerdist podcast for a long time. And I said, I'm going to start a Pokemon thing. And I want to try to bring together all the corners of Pokemon fandom because it's so diverse and so isolated to some extent. I want to try to be this this little bridge between these communities. And I want to kind of focus on it. And I want to revisit the anime and watch the anime from episode one and just run it out. I mean, there's a thousand episodes, you know what I mean? We're on, we're on 61. We got a long way to go. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Hey man, it's just like content security. It's all good. That's, that's, that's that, was, that was part of it, you know? Yeah. Take your time. Take your time. Uh, so <laughs> we started that about uh, six months before Go came out. And uh, once Pokemon Go came out, it, you know, obviously took the world by storm and, we started the Lured Up podcast to, to focus just on Go, and we actually did it on the Gotta Watch Them All stream as like a bonus thing. That's how it kind of started. So like the first 20 episodes or so live on the Gotta Watch Them All feed. And then it you know, started taking off and we, you know, to its own feed. And now, you know, we've been running really strong with the show. And uh, that's kind of the core basis of this network that I'm trying to build out here are the two podcasts. And then ultimately, it's going to be various forms of uh, multimedia content surrounding Pokemon streaming. Um, you know, video content, vlog content, uh, fashion merchandise. Like I've got like a three, three year plan that, you know, we're, I'm at year one right now. So <laughs> nice. it's like, there's a lot, okay. a lot that's going to be going on. Uh, but the podcasts right now are pretty much the, uh, the main focus of, uh, of the brand itself, but yeah, it's rocking and rolling two, two shows a week. Got to watch them all covering everything and lured up, uh, focused just on go. That's killer. Yeah. Oh. So I've been poking around your website. Uh, got on watch which I'm sure we'll mention a couple of times toward the end of the show here. I was on there. I was like looking at, I didn't realize you guys had so many, so many thumbs and so many pies, right? Like there's a bunch of videos on there of like community day footage and stuff like that too. You doing uh PTCG yep, card game, uh, online yep. card game. Adam yep. is actually co-host on both of my shows, hardcore competitive Pokemon card player, TCG player, and you know, travels and, really? you know, 
really? all that stuff. So uh, yeah, so we my history with Pokemon when it first came. I'm an old man. I'm I'm 41 years old. You know, so I'm an old dude. And I was you know 18 or whatever, 19 when Pokemon Go or Pokemon came to the states. So I immediately latched onto it. I Melissa, my co-host and wife. We were high school sweethearts. So uh, her younger brother at the mm-hmm. time, who was 10, you know, he was the perfect age. He was the one who introduced me to Pokemon and through the card game. And it, I ran from there. And I was a hardcore guy with cards. I, I got vetted by the Pokemon company. I was in the original Pokemon professor program uh, from the Pokemon company wow. international. Uh, I was vetted <laughs> by Wizards of the Coast to run TCG tournaments in 1999. So like that's my background. Like wow. the background I is with the card game and it kind of just branched from there. So that that's why like go is it takes up the 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 bulk of my mind share and the time share of my life, but sure. The card game sure. is really where where my heart is. That's awesome. All right, cool. Well, uh we're in the midst of somebody that's a little bit more uh <laughs> culture in the Pokémon world than we are to a degree. Um, I mean, I, we we did some card collecting and stuff like that as well, but I think for Kyle and I our main Pokémon focus has been the main series games yeah. that's where we pull from a lot. I think um, we just found my cards two weeks we ago. We did. Yeah, there was a, a bunch of. Well, that you means know, you're sheets. a current collector. That oh, means you're like a current collector, and, and you need to go buy packs immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, <laughs> Look, yeah, right. we're on we're on the line for at least a hundred dollars of right, of cards right. a month. Yeah, we were. going to get his Excel sheet and everything. It's going to be great. Oh, no. <laughs> Long no. live the uh, the Magic the Gathering inventory oh, sheet. I ha- I have many uh, color coded <laughs> spreadsheets that are connected deep. to many other color coded yes! spreadsheets that have significant conditional formatting. You man, absolutely. <laughs> I did um I did profit loss calculation in a smart Excel sheet exactly. that I set up too. Goodness. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. Anyway, all right, cool. Ken, we're thrilled to have you. Thanks for being here. Let's talk about our, our weeks because well, before we get into everything here, it's it's a pretty jam-packed week with a bunch of news and exciting stuff to talk about. Some not exciting stuff to talk about. We're gonna talk about anyway, because that's what we do here. We talk um, about things. And stuff. And both stuff. of those. The whole spectrum. Stuff and things. Um, <laughs> uh, but first, quick little pit stop. Shout out to our newest patron, Robin. Thank you so much for Hi. helping support the show. Hope you enjoy the Discord. Happy to have you there. And if you guys want to help support the show, you can do that starting at $1. Uh, we have Discord access. We've got a couple of other cool things going on there, but that's patreon.com forward slash gocast podcast. All right. As promised, slightly. Let's talk about our weeks, shall we? Uh, we'll end with Ken. Since he's the special guest here, and you know pretty much what we're going to say, because uh, I think we all had Trico in our past here. Um, Ness, why don't we go through you first? Mm-hmm. How was your week? How'd it go? You didn't have any goals, so I don't <laughs> even have to, anything to hold you accountable for. I so. didn't do anything. Oh, great. Yeah. You got your goals. I did. I did really <laughs> well this week at doing nothing. Um, no, I was kind of out of commission for the entire week, so I yes. just did not do anything at all. Yep. Oh, well, did you do like, did you get out and play at all? No, no. No, I did not. It's okay. I was here to bring you stuff back. Yes. We're all good. That's, that's our reliant source is you need to bring things back for me. You got it. Ness outsources her Pokemon Go playing to Chris. I do. It's it's locally sourced though, (laughs) so it's okay. I'm creating jobs is what I'm doing. (laughs) Creating job for Chris. Thank you. I appreciate it. Without this, I would have no purpose. Kyle, how'd your week go, man? Your goals were... Three shiny Trico. Well, actually, no, hang on. We'll, we'll talk about the, the Trico accounts when we get the Trico Community Day review section in just a minute here. Did you get your seven uh, your seven day in a row research? I did. 
You did? So I did. My man. <laughs> I Heck kept yes. up that very difficult goal this week. Was it really that hard for you? No, no. I mean, one day I, I literally almost <laughs> forgot. It was like 11.45 at night. And I'm just looking at my um, field research. I'm like, which one of these can I do sitting right here? <laughs> and luckily I had one of the, the Evolve 2 grass types, I think, from the event. So Perfect. What'd you get for your breakthrough? My breakthrough is where I actually, the most exciting thing for this week was I got a shiny Lugia. Not only it's, it's a shiny oh. Lugia, it's the only Lugia that I have. So wow, Pokedex shiny Lugia. Yep. My gosh, I was sitting in line for my emissions test for my car. My window rolled down because it's actually nice outside, and then I opened the field research and I had to roll my window up because I wanted to shout because I was so happy. <laughs> Killer dude. And that yeah, those were the only goals you had. That's awesome. Good for you, man. For myself, nothing crazy this week. Just trying to suss through all the news that we heard this week. My goal was 250,000 uh, Stardust. Definitely did that. I think I did most of that today while we were out just hatching all those eggs with the star piece on. It was killer. Catch a Dialga. That happened today while we were out doing Trico hey. Day as well. It's the only one I have because I haven't been raiding at all, which is a bummer. I really miss raiding but it's you know, okay hey. you're saving the raid passes for the summer yes i am we'll talk about that a little bit later <laughs> they're too. gonna need to increase the bag space just so you can you know sit on all those passes yeah. till the summer right. God, uh, <laughs> what am i sitting at right now we haven't done a check-in for a while let's do a, a quick little check-in here for a few raid of these special bad. ultra boxes i'm sure i bought um one of each of those the the adventure box and the ultra box just for today for the stardust from the egg hatching i'm telling you it's the way to go don't underestimate that. I'm sitting on 367 raid passes right now. Wow. Uh, that's just so much bad yeah, space. It's, it's, that's a, that's not enough. Not wow. enough, Ken. It's not enough. I mean, it, it actually just is. Buy them as, just buy them every week. Going to, uh, <laughs> so you don't have to yeah, sit on them. I also don't want to like diminish the value of the, the daily free one, too. You know? Also, so, most of those he had anyways before he started saving for it's true. the 500 raids. I had 260 yeah. some odd before I started right. saving for 500 raids a summer. Yeah. I mean, you got to think that, that all summer long there's going to be sales. I mean, if there's like a standout sale where you can get like 65% off plus, you know, that 72% sale all right then you know go go for the gusto you know but there's always going to be sales you might as well just wait yeah i think that's the deal especially with the way that they're skewing the adventure box with the uh, the incubators and they're putting like more raid heavy in the ultra box like the 16 raid passes in this current box is perfect for me because i'm hoarding those things <laughs> so great that's awesome um other than that nothing crazy with the week didn't do anything nuts just did some evolutions walked a bunch of stuff my Sinnoh badge is slowly climbing up there I don't have a lot of competition with these two for the Sinnoh badge, Ken. Okay. But. Okay. <laughs> oh. Rude. That's okay, Nash. It's just me, you, and me. Burn. Okay. Ken, where, where are you at? Where are you at with the Sinnoh badge? Because I know you play a lot. I am at 75. I'm at 76. Oh, uh, nice. Why couldn't you have beaten him, Ken? Nice. Oh, well, well, 70 in my I'm, heart drops. I have the Cranidos. You know what? Hold on. That's it. Rare candy. No, 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 don't make me do this. He's my buddy. I've been sitting just nursing him, you know, the Cranidos. I've got 18 candy. I've walked him 75K so far. Oh, my God. He's looking. He's looking. Come on. Don't make me do this. Don't tell me you got it. This is bad. looking for something. He's doing it. He's doing it. What's he got? What do you have? No. 
No! <laughs> Chris is evolving his shield on right now. <laughs> All right, well then, I'm spinning my rare candy. You already did it. You win. All right, what? fine. You oh, baited me. You baited me. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm committing. Oh wow, my god, man. I forgot that Bastiodon has a really goofy looking nose. That is yeah. one of the he's such a cool looking mon. Look at that nose. He looks like like a tribal <laughs> nose piercing. All right, anyway. Okay. Well, hey. Ken, what about your week? Anything crazy happen with your week? Well, let's let's leave out Trico stuff cuz we'll get there in a second, but Well, I randomly caught a shiny Murkrow today. So that hey, was awesome. Yeah. That's great. And uh I went I've been free to play for the game for the past 30 days. I wanted to do hey, me a 30, too. 30 day de- detox, right? Okay. So I've had like these super old eggs and all this stuff. And the 30 day thing passed and I dropped 50 bucks and bought a bunch of stuff in the game. So it's great. <laughs> I feel I feel good now. So, You're back so no, in no. It. So I didn't really do much this week. I, you know, I did some grinding. I did a lot of restocking and uh, tomorrow is my main game day. So I, I put all the eggs in the basket and I'm ready to, to go hit it hard tomorrow. So I've I haven't, haven't experienced much this week, but, um, now I'm fully restocked, got a lot of goodies, and uh, the shiny Murkrow to boot. Oh, and a shiny Makuhita this week, too. So, yeah. man. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, yeah. So two, two shinies, two random full-odd shinies this week, wow. so I'll take it. Wow. Killer, dude. All right. So, why don't we get into the news, then? We've talked about this enough. News time. The first thing is obviously going to be Trico Day, because it, it happened for us uh, it ended two hours ago. So how was Trico Day? Nasty, you want to get out of the way first? I wasn't there. She didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> no, she had schoolwork to do and she's I, had a little busy week. I so. was taking an exam and catching up on things from yes. the week that I missed out on. So, so I went out and played for the two of us mm-hmm. and, and caught caught the blue lizards. Kyle, how was your community day? It was great, especially because it's finally nice enough outside that we can go outside here oh, in the yeah, Midwest. I think it was 50 degrees outside, but given our recent weather, it felt balmy in comparison. <laughs> yeah, I'll take 80 degrees. I mean, I'll take Near 50 degrees tropical. over 23 and windy. Right. It was great today. Yeah. yeah. How'd you do on your shiny count? Your uh, goal was three. Walked away with seven. Whoa. Ooh. Not bad at all. It's a good, it's a good day. It's a good yeah. day. Um, I walked away with six. My goal was 10. Shoot for the stars. Didn't, for didn't the moon. do it. Didn't, I know. I shot for the stars this time. The ones behind the moon, over the moon, past it, still fell short. Uh, I think halfway through the, this day, we were having conversations about how difficult they were to catch. Nothing quite like Swinub, but like the because she it was weather boosted by Pokemon. us, it was kind of tough. Yeah, like it's even though they yeah. they made it easier to catch, like they do with the starter Pokemon, it was weather boosted the entire three hours that we were there. So while that's a blessing, it's also a curse. Yes, they they tend to be harder to catch. Yeah, the IVs so. were good, just more difficult to catch. But oh well. Ken, did you actually get a chance to get out and play, or were you working? So I work every Saturday. I work in the auto industry, so I'm I can never Ooh. play Saturday events. I do have a large property that I work on, so I can kind of fake it a little bit and uh, you know hope for some desk spawns and and run an incense and all that good stuff. And usually I strike out. You know I might catch twenty thirty uh, event Pokemon for the day. But no shinies. And today, it actually, the RNG was in my favor, and I caught 30 Trico and got three shiny. 
So wow. I'm absolutely wow. ecstatic because you know, I just, just give me the three. I just want the three and then I can sleep well at night so I can evolve and, you know, get one of each, you know, and, and that's all I need. And my, you know, I feel very, very satisfied about that. So yes, very that's happy. Pretty good, good. good, good result for me today. Good deal. I think the only other thing that we haven't mentioned from this event, because there was nothing outstandingly crazy about it, right? The only difference besides frenzy plant being the exclusive move, which hardly sets it apart. We knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of disappointing that leaf blade was already out, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute here. But it, it, the time window was three to six local time. So while it doesn't make a lot of difference for some people that normally can't attend, like in Ken's case, he works every Saturday. I so feel if like it's that's a nice Saturday, window. Yeah, it is. Three to it six is. was three to six was nice. It was a bit late. It felt like a bit late around six. I think two to five might have been a little bit better. Okay, That's usually my um, local time here on the East Coast. So I'm usually two to mm-hmm. five. So it wasn't much of a shift for yeah. me. But, you know, now that we daylight savings and all that stuff, it's it kind of came out in the wash anyway. Especially for people in different time zones. Like some people might have an 11 to two as their normal community day. And now it's being moved to three to yep. six. That can be killer for, you know, some people. Yeah, that's a huge change. It might be nice for like the nine to fivers, though. At least they get an hour of play. Exactly. I'm hoping that for the amount of people that could not participate this time, that there were even more people that could because of the change. And if that's the case, I'm I'm all for it. So anything else you guys want to mention about this Trico Day? I, I don't really think, again, there was anything crazy about it. The tasks were pretty mundane. It was four times incubator effectiveness, hatching lots well, of eggs. Well, I mean, frenzy plant it. septile is legit. So that's a it's a very very yeah. capable Pokemon. Uh, you know, put away the Roserades. You know what I mean, and just run septiles. So it's, you know, <laughs> well, well, we'll talk about kind that of, a little bit later of. in detail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but frenzy plant septile is up there in the DPS ranks. All right, cool. Anyway, we'll get back to frenzy plant and all that stuff later in Gear Up. I believe that Kyle's going to touch on that. So. Save that conversation for then. And then here's a couple of event things. Uh, there was unknowns spawning at GDC, which is the Game Developers Conference. Um, if you don't know what that is, this is a very short thing. That conference ran from the 18th through the 22nd. So if you were there, the letters G, D, and C were available. Jealous. Again, nothing really big there, but unknown is always exciting because uh, they're never around. The next one is two events that already happened. Actually, they're happening right now, technically. MCM Birmingham Comic Con and Heroes DCC. I can't say this word, but <laughs> Utrecht. Uh, it's in the Netherlands. <laughs> uh, it was March 23rd through the 24th. It featured a couple of things that had Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup with increased spawns. Four hour long lures. That's one hour too long. <laughs> uh, two times Stardust on catch. So they had like a little mini little mini event yeah. but what's cool is that it's stacked with community day for them today so they get all that stuff and like more a community day on community day yeah it's pretty cool uh, i'm really hoping that they do more small events like this around other conventions i know they've done them like throughout like last year like two or three events really kind of got some cool spawns and stuff like that but this year already it's been like what five or six smaller events that weren't even safari zones that have gotten attention already something like that and like that's rad I'm all about. You know, I think it's a testament to the the marketing and social effort from Niantic because what they're doing here strategically is invading these other subset communities, these other subcultures and niche communities, where they're finding pretty much gatherings of nerds that are exceptionally passionate about something other than Pokemon, and putting themselves into that mix and ultimately seeing where it comes out in the wash because there's going to be a pretty significant crossover 
from Pokemon Go to pretty much any other video game kind of environment. So it's very smart that they're doing this and even hitting the smaller events because, you know, a couple thousand people here, a couple thousand people there, you know, and you can create some raving fans that are vocal in those communities. And then, you know, it spreads like wildfire. It's good stuff. Yeah. And if it's something that is good enough to bring people to these events, like the events are just going to love it, too. Which would sure. just mean that it should happen more often and more often, you would think. The dude with the hot dog stand outside is going to love it, too. Like everyone, everybody eats, you know what I mean? It's, it's, all, it's good for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The next thing here is Kingdom Cup. There's a new cup for the month of April. And this actually is pretty rad. I really like this combination of types. It's Fire, Ice, Dragon, and Steel. Going for that Game of Thrones theme right there. Pokemon shouted out in the article on GoHub because there hasn't been a lot of testing on this yet. We will see more extensive guides and stuff like that in the future. And you can bet your bottom dollar that we'll be doing a gear up on this later on, too. Kyle's already been looking into it. But the ones that were shouted out in the GoHub article were Bastiodon, Kingdra, Shellgon, Typhlosion, Lucario. Basically highlighting ones that have interesting type combinations that, just like the other cups make them either resistant to some of the other typings that are in the cup, or if they're just so above and beyond powerful that they can strong arm things, then, you know, unless the counter exists, they would just run free and <laughs> wipe teams. <laughs> you know, uh, Toxicroak comes to mind. Skarmory comes to mind. Stuff like that. Uh, Skarmory can be used in this, in this cup, too, because it's steel, so... That's like the most efficient use of Stardust when it comes to a, a meta-relevant Pokemon because you've been able to, you know, quadruple dip now with your Skarmory. So if you had had one built out and spec'd mm -hmm. out, you know, it's a great league, you're, you're getting a lot of bang for that buck. For sure. So uh, out of all four of us, the one that PvPs the most or is at least in PvP, the mindset the most is definitely Ken. So what, what do you feel about this cup? Like, uh, are you excited about the type combination? What do you think? I really am. So I, I started a, uh, a sanctioned tournament league with Silf Arena. So I, I, it's called New Jersey Silf Arena, njsilfarena.com. Uh, Come on, check it out. <laughs> uh, but it's the, and I run uh, a full season tournaments for three separate Go communities in New Jersey. And uh, I'm actually adding a fourth tomorrow. So I've been running, you know, I ran three Boulder Cups, three Twilight Cups, you know, three Tempest Cups wow. now. Uh, so. Now it'll be four, you know, as I bring on this other community. So I've seen the progression of how the strategy has rolled out and how the communities have developed and become either more attracted or distanced themselves from PvP. It's a really interesting dynamic, unlike any other kind of sub meta of the game that we've seen so far, gymming, raiding, grinding, shiny hunting. The PvP is definitely exceptionally different because it is probably the most, the toughest thing to access. You know what I mean? It's the hardest thing to be good at. It's the hardest thing to feel confident at. And from a resource perspective in the game, it's super expensive. So a lot of people just can't hang in the competitive scene because it's just that competitive. And the people that grind and crush and play a ton are going to have, you know, a much, much better uh, chance at, you know, having some really well specced out Pokemon for the meta. But what I like about this one is some of the Pokemon that are in here, you know, you might already have use from in previous metas. So the Skarmory is the perfect example. Uh, but Kingdra, you know, Gen 1 Pokemon, anytime I see a Gen 1 Pokemon that can be used uh, or something that comes off of Gen 1, you know, evolves up, 
it opens more accessibility. Uh, so, you know, you don't need that toxic croak that not everyone may have, you know. So when I see kind of things like that or, or a Typhlosion coming from a community day Pokemon, people have those Pokemon. So that's kind of cool. That's what I like about it. And uh, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan as well. So this is very, uh, very timely and very cool. And I think it was a really cool idea for them to do it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, then the ice typing in there, like everybody's at least got a mammoth swine. It's, you know, but it's weird because you have to, you know, with the dragon in there as well, it's, it really opens it up to, you know, shield management is really what this one I think is going to come down oh, to. Oh, totally. Yeah. Kyle, are you interested in this PvP cup at all? Did this one uh, appeal more to you than the previous ones? I mean, the typing does. I, I like the typing, although I think it was the, the Twilight Cup appealed to me most. Just wasn't in the right time for me to start getting into PvP. I'm hoping within like this summer and stuff as I see more cops starting that I might get more into it then. Fair enough. Ness, is this piquing your interest at all? Nope. <laughs> no, it is not. Love this it. is a hard pass Love all it. PvP ever. <laughs> what if there was a cup that was the boring cup and it was just normal type Pokemon, all of them? No. What if they did like the baby cup? Tough action. I don't know. But baby cup is like so favored towards Munchlax. See, I want like <laughs> a roll of the dice cup where it's like you roll the dice and it picks the combo for you and you just you go with it. Oh, man. I don't want anything preset. Surprise me. Let, let me go. Else. Let me go on, our, on a super short tangent here. So you got to remember that that when you see these, you know, Sylph meta cups, you know, and all this really hardcore stuff that goes towards that, that is definitely not the only way to engage with competitive Pokemon Go PvP. This is the at the top of the zeitgeist right now. You know what I mean? Because it's, you know, all the cool kids are doing it. You know, no, but it's if you want to play in a sanctioned Sylph Arena cup, it doesn't have to be the monthly themed cup. You could say, I'm going to throw a Snorlax cup. You know, I'm going to, you'd say, I'm going to throw a baby tournament or, you know, something that's unique that we're going to run draft, you know, whatever. If your tournament organizers are willing to do it, they can host a tournament with any rule set uh, and, or they can run by just straight, you know, okay, we're just going to use the great league 1500 CP and everything else is wide open. These tournaments will still count towards your Silph Arena player league rank. So you don't have to just play in these, you know, super hardcore, super hyper competitive things, even though they do weight your player score the greatest. But you could still engage in competitive PvP in the Sylph Arena without having to, you know, jump headfirst into this thing where, you know, I've seen people go come in and they're like, I'm so excited. This is my first tournament. I can't wait. I drove, you know, 60 minutes to get here. And then they lose every match and they leave. Like, oh, I, like I buy them a milkshake on the way out. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm so sorry. It's like, <laughs> but it happens. It happens. People just get absolutely demolished yeah. and completely demoralized because it's, it is super competitive. So, you know, don't think that this is the only way to, to, to connect with PVP is like Melissa, my wife and co-host, she loves PvP, but she can't stand any of this technical competitive meta stuff. She's just like, just give me 1500 CP. I'm going to sort by that. I'm going to pick the cutest Pokemon and we're going to duke it out. And she has so much fun. So it's like there mm-hmm. are ways to, to mm-hmm. engage with PvP. It's it's I'm very, I'm very touchy on PvP because I love it so much. And it's it's very easy for people to glaze over it or be completely turned off by it because it's just it's daunting. It, it is a, a big step. It's not like go snapshot where it's like, I can take pictures. Yay. And then you're like instant result. It's like with 
you know, it's with King, with, you know, prepping for the kingdom cup, like the hardcore guys in my communities, they do like, you know, 200 mock battles before each tournament. It's like they're home. They're hardcore. Dude, their, their badges, they're like great league badges are like over a thousand at like a, oh, yeah, it's, it's, insane. it's insane. Wow. Okay. Wow. I yeah, like I Pokemon Go, but like <laughs> there's so many other games I could play if I want to put that time into hey man. It sounds like you don't want to be the very best, Kyle. That's, and I think that might be took uh, the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. No, uh, thank turn you. your hat so around. Basically, short story, Ness, uh, you don't need to go to a tournament to be frustrated with PVP. You and I can just do that at home. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think we're ultra now. We can we can do battles. I think, Ness, I think we're, we're ultra if, now. Right? Uh, are we? I think so. Are you and Ness? You and I are not. I don't think. And we gotta, if, yeah, we got to get this going. We got to get some, best, some, some cross podcast uh, rivalry going here with PVP. Ooh. I'm all about it. Let's do I'll it. I'll play Melissa and we can do random colored Pokemon. Yo, she would love that. She'd be like, oh my God, all CP pink Pokemon Clefairy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play Melissa. We'll have a good time. Awesome. Speaking of a good time. Wow. What a bad transition, but there's new boxes in the, in the shop. <laughs> uh, Speaking of transaction transitions, the best. It works every time. Speaking of bad transitions, <laughs> there is new boxes in the in the shop, and they're pretty oh okay. Boy. They're pretty okay. They're just fine. Let's take a look at the special box, shall we? Two premium raid passes, two incubators, uh, one lucky egg, and 20 ultra balls. I wouldn't do that. I just wouldn't. It's not a very good box. It's... <laughs> It's not <laughs> great box. Three premium raid passes, four super incubators, six star pieces, ten pineapple berries. As far as great boxes go, that's not terrible, not at all. Um, now, if you're a raider, this ultra box, like we were talking about earlier, is pretty awesome. Sixteen premium raid passes. That's a ton of value for your fourteen eighty that you're already putting in there. Three super incubators, four lucky eggs, and three lure modules. That's for fourteen eighty. And then the new and air quotes improved adventure box, two regular egg incubators, 12 super incubators, four lucky eggs and three lure modules. So you pick your poison or in Kyle's case, don't pick either of them because you don't like them. <laughs> How many eggs I've did you have today during Trico Day, Kyle? Two. <laughs> we walked like three miles. <laughs> Free incubator only. And I also forgot I didn't have one in it for the first hour. <laughs> He was really about it. <laughs> but that's okay, because I feel very strongly about these. And you said you had been free to play for the last 30 days. Yep. I haven't spent any money since December. Wow. December was the last time I spent money. January was just, I didn't need it. And then February is like, I'm not happy with these boxes. And then right when I'm about ready to spend money, they came out with this adventure box where they split the incubators and the raid passes. And I've already given my feedback on that, <laughs> but these boxes have only made it worse. You just and want everything, almost... Kyle. Well, Kyle wants the so, moon, and yeah. Niantic is first, willing look to at give the him the first like, box. Okay, you look get at the first box. one more. You get one more raid pass than the last one, but three less super incubators. Like what? Yes. Who? Why? Why would? Why would they do that? That's just an insult. <laughs> and then the next one, <laughs> the adventure one. It's still 12 super incubators, but only two incubators versus five, I believe. Well, I'm okay with that. I didn't want the regular incubators. I just but want you the don't supers. Get any more super. 
in exchange. And this one doesn't have star pieces, too, which the last one did. That's true. Look, man. Like, these are both worse value in my eyes. And I shall continue to not spend money. My hot take is they need to do away with the boxes and just make everything a la carte on sale. You know, just keep the keep the structure that they have. You could buy one, you could buy eight, you could buy, you know, 25, whatever. But make that on sale. Give me the same discounts. Give me 50% off that because I'm stacked on on raid passes. I'm stacked on lure modules. Like I need incense. I need lucky eggs. I need, you know, I, I don't want regular incubators. I only want super incubators. Like it's like when they throw in yeah. ultra balls, you know, and pat you on the back. Like, hey, there you go, buddy. It's like, really? You're going to put ultra balls in here? Like, why? Why? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you like <laughs> making this berries. a four item box, the adventure box, four items, and they're going to use one of those slots to give me two regular incubators? Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. I I could not agree more. (laughs) I know it's not going to happen. I know why they do the boxes, but I could not agree more. Well, guess what? That being said, I bought two adventure boxes today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. I am. Me too. Me and my girlfriend are sticking fast. No, No spending. No spending on these boxes. It's not worth it. Chris, you got you, you interviewed uh, JC Picks, Pop Punk Pokemon. You know that he's 100% free to play? Right. Yeah. He's 100% From the beginning. free to play. Yeah. He's wow. never put money Absolutely in. Yeah. incredible. That's crazy. I So much respect for that. But at the same time, it's just not my style of play. Nope. I would, I would lose it. I'd be worried <laughs> no, he, about getting my 50 coins every he, day. He does. Yeah. He gets his 50 coins every single day. It, and so his the, instinct, the, that's no, no bueno. <laughs> the conversation that Ken's referring to wasn't on our interview. It was with uh, Lured Up's interview with him. So if you guys want to learn more about JC Picks, because he's a cool dude and you should uh, go listen to their interview. But yeah, like that conversation when you guys had with him was nuts. He was like very proud of it. And I was like, at first I was like, okay. And I was like, you should be proud of that. That is an accomplishment. Yeah. It's it's just weird to me. Like, it seems like what a different focus, what a different style of play. And it's like, if you're doing it for the nobility, let's like, dude, here, let me, let me like carve you a a, a monument real quick. You know what I mean? Because that you deserve it. But like, (laughs) it's just a weird point to make in my opinion, but it's, it's awesome. Nonetheless. Melissa was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I love you. And I was just like, but he can't hatch, you know, nine, eggs at once like it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah oh like yeah. once a month when he gets enough coins for exactly. it exactly right? yeah first world problems okay uh well let's talk about an exciting piece of news uh it's giratina is returning but with a twist Ooh. yeah so Ooh. giratina is going to be back in raids from march 27th through april 29th so that's after this current raid boss. But here, here's where it gets interesting. Altered form, which if you don't remember, is the standing up form that we've already seen and we saw around Halloween. Mm-hmm. That's going to be in raids from March 27th through April 2nd. Um, what you might not know is that there's a different form for Giratina that we haven't seen yet called origin form, which Looks is the form cooler. that he takes in. Was it the, the <laughs> what's the dimension that it's called? Uh, Sh- the shadow the realm. That's Yu-Gi-Oh. The something um, dimension. Something else. It's like a different dimension that he's in, that he's a lord of. When he's there, he takes a different form called origin form. And that's going to be around from April 2nd to April 29th. Now, I'm sure you're like, okay, so if we gear up, we're going to have a raid guide on Giratina. That's where you're wrong because it's the same guide for regular Giratina. You literally don't change anything. They have the same moves. They have to save everything except that their attack and defense scores are swapped. And because of that, origin form is much better on your roster for raids and such like that because it has a higher CP naturally it's max CP with the origin form. The new one that looks like a giant snake with no legs 3683. The origin form is better for usage in Pokemon go, but if you're going to raid him, it, the setup is the same. Like if you've already raided him once you've raided him in this form of like essentially too. So if you still have your Pokemon and your team 
ready from that before. Uh, it, it's a dragon ghost, right? So you're going to want your Mewtwo. You're going to want the usual lineup that you had for Giratina before. Your dragon types pretty fine. much is yeah. what it boils down to. Yeah, you should be good to go. Um, so yeah, Giratina's coming back. That's great. Last thing, and uh, I didn't know I wanted this event until they started I'm talking about it. about it. <laughs> I like I'm was excited. excited about it, but I mean, I wasn't excited about it at first, but then I read about the details. And, uh, you know, we were we were in for it this month. We were looking forward to it, but it's a, it's another research day. It's happening next Saturday, March 30th, from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Ooh, and the angels did sing. It's not three hours. It's nine. It's nine. It's nine. <laughs> it's, it's nine. nine Kenny's happy dance over there. Can you be able to actually participate? I get to play for two hours. I'm so psyched. Yes. I'm so excited. I know. I know. It's it's this is fantastic. I'm so psyched. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um the research days have been getting progressively better and better and better. Phoebus was a washout. It was a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um Clampro was was fun, but it was, it was too better. short. Yeah. Um and now this is gonna be all day. Um so here are the features. Increased weather specific spawns. Which is interesting. I don't know if that means that the weather you're currently experiencing will then be boosted with those spawns or if a bunch of other weather dependent spawns will now spawn just kind of free range. Not entirely sure how to interpret that, but I guess we'll, we'll see. Um, anybody else have an opinion on this? What, what do you think that means? Increased weather specific spawns. I feel like it's probably local weather, but I, I don't know for sure. Yeah, I like your idea of... Pokemon that are normally boosted with weather showing up more regardless of the weather. Like when it starts raining, low tads just spring out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, maybe even if it's not raining, low tads will show up. That, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm maybe. hoping it's more than just increased spawn of the weather we're currently having. Hey. All right. Other features. Uh, limited research tasks featuring low tad encounters par for the course with these things but not just lotad shiny coming out two new shiny pokemon and pokemon go so the shiny lotad like i mentioned who's adorable he's purple he looks like a little little eggplant it's real cute uh shiny cast form is also coming out but only the normal form so the real boring one <laughs> so what if what if the weather spawns it has to do with cast form yeah definitely because does. you have snow rain fire Whatever that is, yep. and then the normal. Maybe that's what the weather spawns applies to. Yeah, there, as you get the the cast form definitely, applies. Definitely an option. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing is there's going to a new move being added called Weather Ball for cast form. Um, it's going to be permanently added to the game for the event and then after. I don't remember what Weather Ball did in the game. I think it just changed based on what the weather was. Yeah, and like, about it. Yep. And it's on cast form, so like you know, right. it'll cares. be fine. Yeah, the shinies for the Lotad family and for cast form are pretty cool. The Lotad family, like the colorations are neat. They're swapped in blue and there's reds and it's it looks really fun. Shiny cast form is just pink instead of gray. So uh, do with cute. that as you will. I, cute. Yeah, I guess so. It just pales in comparison to Ludicolo. Yes. It does. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Ludicolo's got some pretty cool coloration. Everything pales in comparison to Ludicolo. Ludicolo is just fantastic. Ludicolo! Ludicolo! <laughs> just think of the Pokemon Detective Pikachu trailers. <laughs> Gosh. It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, oh man, my that, God. <laughs> that gif of that of his eyes like just going in different directions. So good. Perfect. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. Are you guys looking forward to Low Ted Research Day? Yeah. Yes. It'll be absolutely. Fun. Yeah. I'm not going to get to take part, so I'm kind of just – 
I'm going to see what the rest of the world says about the shiny rate, and then I'll take it from there. Then make your opinion based on that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, that was it from the news. Uh, Look out for the shiny uh, Lotads and the Cast Swarms next Saturday. Remember, it's 11 to 8. Gear Routine is coming back next month. Buy the boxes if you're interested in raid passes, basically, and start building up your Kingdom Cup. That's the summary. All right. Cool. Now it's time for more Kyle. It's Gear Up. So we mentioned it earlier this week, we're going to look at Frenzy Plant Sceptile and its uses for both PvE and PvP. As everyone knows, Frenzy Plant's a really good move. It's, it's really, it's cheap. It has really high damage. For Sceptile, it's going to be a drastic increase in DPS over Leaf Blade. Something like 25% uh, damage per second. It's fantastic. But... Both a lot, but at the same time, like, Leaf Blade isn't terrible if you... No, all it's you not, have. but... It's it's like 14 DPS versus 16 and a half, 16.25. So it's yeah. a it's a big increase. But it's actually worse than Frenzy Plant Venusaur by a very small amount. Me and Chris were talking about it a little bit earlier. We thought that Venusaur and Sceptile had the same base stats. They do not. It's actually very different. Venusaur is much bulkier, more more defense and stamina. And Sceptile has much more attack, like 223 versus Venusaur's 189. So, well, Sceptile with Frenzy Plant is going to put out more DPS. It's an insignificant amount compared to how much longer Venusaur will survive in a normal fight. The total damage output is like a 15 or 20% difference between the two of them with Venusaur head. It's significant. But all of that said... Roserade is still better than both of them, both with Grass Knot and with Solar Beam. No even way. With, yeah. Granted, that is assuming you don't lose energy with, you know, losing your Solar Beam and getting KO'd. Just through per- pure DPS, Solar Beam and Grass Knot Roserade put out, you know, 10% more than uh, Sceptile. The good news is it's a lot easier to field six Frenzy Plant Sceptile than it is six Roserade. And that's, you know, you're swimming in Sinnoh Stones. I don't know anybody who's actually swimming in them, but... Oh, excuse me? Yeah. Are you swimming in Sinnoh Stones? Are you swimming in them? 15 in my Okay, my so yeah. Are you yeah, going yeah. to go make six Roserade? Guys, I, de- uh, I deleted Sinnoh Stones. How, how many? <laughs> how many? I deleted did 10. Oh, I had so many. Oh. There we go. I had yeah, so many. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just too much. <sighs> that hurts. It's- that it felt like me. we had none for so long. It's just taboo I mean, to delete that them, one. That one day of like, you know, 15 free stones. That was a big yeah. one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. See, when you're on that PVP grind, they just they just happen. It just happens. And it's That's, like you go into your inventory. and You're like, oh, I just, you know, I guess I got more Sinnoh stones. It's like, there they are. Yeah. Where did where these That's 30 Sinnoh stones come from? That's Odd. fair. You know, if you're like that, you know, you use your six grass, not rose raids. Definitely going to work for you. But for most people. They're probably not doing a lot of PvP, so they're going to be uh, Sinnoh-starved. And Frenzy <laughs> Plant a, Sceptile is going to be a really good choice. Is that a thing now, Sinnoh-starvation? Sinnoh-star- <laughs> we make I this, mean, coin this phrase? So Frenzy Plant Sceptile, good but not good enough. Is that the summary? More or less. One comment on PvP is that Leaf Blade is still going to have use for PvP because it's really cheap energy-wise. It's tied for the cheapest at 35 energy whereas frenzy plant has 45 so it's going to do a little bit less damage but it's going to charge quicker so you know okay for those who Good pvp deal. you know you can make that decision all righty well thanks kyle thank let's you let's go into 
Pokalore and, and learn more about Sceptile yeah. and the, the family line. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Trico and Grovile, which are the wood gecko Pokemon, and Sceptile, the forest Pokemon. Quite a, quite a leap. I know, I know. So Trico is a small, green bipedal reptilian Pokemon. It has yellow eyes with long, narrow pupils. Trico's hands and feet each have three digits covered with tiny spikes. These spikes allow it to scale vertical walls with ease. Its stomach and throat are red. It also has a line across its stomach resembling a pouch. Trico has a large green tail with two separate lobes that it uses to sense humidity. This ability allows it to predict the next day's weather. Trico is a bit of a rarity in the wild and is more common in captivity. However, when in the wild, Trico lives inside overgrown forests. It makes its home in tall trees and will attack anyone that comes near its nest. Because of its territorial nature, it's known to be the protector of trees, which basically makes it a reptilian Lorax. Trico is known for its calm and collective personality. It will never panic under any circumstances, even when faced with a bigger foe. So it's a Lorax. It really awesome. is. Yes. Yeah. A little lizard Lorax. Also has like an attitude problem yes. in the <laughs> yes, anime. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Grovile is a bipedal Pokemon similar in appearance to a theropod dinosaur. It is primarily green with a red underside. There's a belt-like green stripe across its belly, and Grovile's hands have two clawed fingers and powerful legs with bird-like feet. Its well-developed muscles make it an expert climber and allow it to leap quickly from branch to branch. Grovile has three long leaves on its wrists, a large leaf on top of its head, and two tails that have a leafy appearance. This leafy appearance allows it to be camouflaged in the forest where it lives. These leaves are also used in a former signature move, Leaf Blade. Yeah, it's a bummer. I forgot it's been dethroned that other Pokemon now have Leaf Blade. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that happens every generation, though. Yeah. So Doesn't make me feel better, Kyle. <laughs> I used to be special. <laughs> nah, you're and not. And last but not least, we have Sceptile. And Sceptile is a reptilian bipedal Pokemon. Its neck is somewhat long and has two crests on its head. It has semicircular yellow eyes with red rims. Its lower jaw and belt-like band across its waist are also red. Along its back, it has two lines running down the middle and two rows of yellow nodules that are described as seeds. Its tail is shaped similar to that of a palm tree's branch. Both of its long arms have two sharp elongated leaves and three claws. These leaves allow it to use its former signature move, Leaf Blade. <laughs> Back for another twist of the knife. Yeah, there we go. With <laughs> Sceptile, its max CP is 2757, so not too bad. Attack, actually really awesome at 223. So that puts it up there. Defense at 169, kind of in the middle, and stamina the same at 172. But its best moveset is going to be Bullet Seed and a Frenzy Plant, although Leaf Blade, if you have it. Isn't bad. If you don't have Frenzy Plant, Leaf Blade is fine. Can you tell I love Leaf Blade? Leaf Blade. I would <laughs> probably like use a different love grass. Notes to Leaf Blade throughout the show notes. Leaf like... <laughs> All caps, Leaf Blade. Oh, well. I don't know. So, you, you know what? Some some of you didn't main uh, Trico in Gen 3 and it shows. I'm just saying. I mean, no. Hey, I did. Never did left just, position uh, yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. It's the only grass type starter I've used. Really? Yeah. Did you do? Did you send a moon? I did, but I, Bro, I didn't Rowlet. do Rowlet. I know. I I accept his superiority, but I didn't pick him on my playthrough. Wow. He yeah, is I, the that's the way I want every conversation to go. <laughs> I didn't do that, but that's that's right. <laughs> I, I did Litten in Sun and Poplio in Ultramoon. You missed out on the Rowlet rage, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Rowlet Rage. All right. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about Rowlet in uh, this Pokepole here. All right, 
So last week's question was, if you could magically add one Pokemon from any generation to your Pokedex, which would Ooh. you choose? What would, what, would, what would Ken say? What would you say? If you now, could add any Pokemon. Now, this is this is anything, anyone. I mean, the, the Pokemon anything that I don't ever. have. Yes. yes. So beyond Pokemon Go. Yep. Yes. Oh, man. This is like asking me what my favorite record is or like my favorite movie. This is this is hard. <laughs> it's oh, a tough one. Jeez. You Real know, broad. um, Pop Leo. I'm I'm just gonna just gonna say it. Just gonna say it's it. the wrong okay. choice, but I respect it. Yeah. Just gonna go for it. Hey, you know what? Yeah, that's a inspired choice for sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. What do other people have to say, Ness? So Phil says red nose Stantler. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Trent says Marshadow. Captain Cartoon nineteen eighty three, Mimikyu. Melly says Relit. Pidgey Grabba says, since they're not in the game yet, I'll go with Midnight Lycanroc, followed by Incineroar. And I'd take any current shiny, though. Joe says Pumpkaboo and Gorgeist, just because every day is Halloween. Perfect. Ron says Mewtwo, simple, I know, but I've never been able to even attempt to catch one. Hashtag Gen 1 for life. Yes, Ron. (laughs) Don't worry about it, Ron. Mewtwo Mewtwo will be back. We haven't seen the shiny form (laughs) yet, so he will be back. Spider-Man C137 says... Tyrantrum. I love dragon types and I'm a huge fan of dinosaurs, so when I first saw him in Pokemon Y, I knew I had to have him in the game. Trent says if we're just jumping any Pokemon ahead of the release schedule, I'd also pick Rowlet and its evolutions. Some of my other favorites are already in the game coming soon, Gen 5 hype. So waiting potentially another year or two for the greatest owl would kill me on the inside. Yeah. Melody says score bunny. Hashtag hyped admittedly. That's all I can come up with because Gen 1 for life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my people. I'm okay with that. So this week's Pokepole. Do you like raid bosses that have different forms? What other Pokemon forms would you like to see in raids? It's kind of a twofer because the uh-huh. one was kind of like, do you like? And I was like, yeah, they could just say no. <laughs> No, I don't. No, I don't. What about like mega evolutions? Yeah, that's also on the table and that's a different form. Like whatever Uh form you want to see in the game. Do you like it when these raid bosses do this, when they rotate out different forms? Because right now we're going to get Giratina. We're in the midst of the Deoxys forms. I mean, each form is like, quote unquote, exciting. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I want one of each, but I don't like look at it and go, oh man, I've been waiting for the defense form of Deoxys. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of hype other than just, like, I don't have that and I want it. Dex fillers. So I kind of wanted to know what other people thought about different forms, especially in Legendary Raid bosses and stuff like that. So, uh, Ken, what do you think? It's got to be, like, Primal Kyogre, Groudon. You know what I mean? Like, the the Primal forms. I mean, if we're going to be breaking generation, because Alolan forms were, you know, came out of Gen 7 and they're applied to Gen 1 Pokemon. So they kind of broke that, you know, timeline there a bit. Uh, so if if we're if we're talking about that and we're going to talk about Pokemon that are already existing in the game, but forms that came in later generations, and we're not going to you know be bound by that, then yeah, give me give me Primal Kyogre all day. Kyle, what about you? Um, I mean the different raid forms is it's fine. It's not very exciting, but it's a necessary evil, I think. And really, you don't think they could have put forms in like as a like a feature or an effect on these different Pokemon? No, not with the way the rest of the game is. I would, I'm not surprised by how it is, which is why other Pokemon forms, like I mentioned last week, Aegislash for my Pokemon that I really want. I wouldn't be surprised if Aegislash shows up as like two forms in a four-star raid, an attack form and a defense form. Okay. And just deal, go away with his transforming. So 
you know, I wouldn't be very happy with that, but I, I could see that happening. So, you know, that kind of forms, they have their purpose with the way the game is. Okay. Ness, do you have an opinion about forms? I mean, the only thing I really know is the Mega Evolutions, and that's because in Let's Go, we had Charizard and Blastoise Mega Evolutions. Were there any other ones? Yeah, there's, oh, oh, there's a whole bunch. Yeah. Every Mega Evolution that's yeah. available from Gen 1 they is... They were all in there, and that was cool. Yep. I'd like to see those, because they were really legit looking. <laughs> yeah. First time that. you saw Mega Blastoise, you're like, whoa, his gun is bigger. Look at that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> He's so metal. <laughs> he is Mega Blastoise Charizard is, is pretty metal. Yeah, well, cool. there's two different versions of Mega Charizard that's weird. Venusaur's yeah, over in the corner unique. listening like to the to Smiths. Just because like, <laughs> 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 my flower's big. I got one on my head. I think for myself, I would I would really like to see the Mega Evolutions as well. There's not really much else I'm looking forward to now that they've basically decided what they're going to be doing with these different forms based on how Deoxys is playing out and then based on the way they're talking about Giratina forms and stuff like that. I was hoping for an in-game mechanic with some sort of switching and stuff like that so it doesn't take up so much of my living decks inventory, but here we are. But I think Mega Evolutions will be, it'll be interesting to see how they deal with that moving forward. Is it going to be a one-time thing you can use during battle? Is it going to be a permanent slot that you can have in your Pokemon storage? You have to catch a Mega Charizard, you know, like. Well, they got like two and a half years before they have to figure that out. Yeah. What generation was Mega in, uh, introduced in? Six. Six? Yeah. So they, they've got yeah. about a year, year and a half. Uh, we'll see when Gen 5 comes out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see when Gen 5 comes out. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys, you the listener, have an answer to this question, again, the question is, do you like raid bosses that have different forms? And what other Pokemon forms would you like to see in raids? You can go ahead and forward those answers to uh, when we post on Facebook or Twitter. We'll talk about those at the end of the show. Or you can send an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails email it's email, email time it's, it's, it's email time we got one email from max ken you want to give it a read sure hey go cast uh and this is going to be in response to the uh, uh if you could magically add any pokemon for many gener- generations to your pokedex what would you choose max says my choice has to be zorark uh, the illusion fox i love its design the red black and gray complement its style quite nicely its mane is all over the place and it is fantastic. Uh, it has built-in backpack as well. It's a perfect companion <laughs> on long trips. Fantastic, Max. Uh, it's a unique ability to create illusions uh, that are indistinguishable from reality, uh, diluting many people simultaneously. Uh, I relate to the illusion side of Zoroark as I am a filmmaker and often use editing and special effects to manipulate my footage into whatever I want. Oh, cool. That's pretty neat. That is awesome. Good answer. He's able to like identify with that Pokemon. I like the long road trip companion with a built-in deck. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Very. that. Uh, I didn't know that that was part of Zoroark at all. I don't know a lot about Very Zoroark. Very efficient. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Pulls out a bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Zoroark, pass me my Voss, baby. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for the email, Max. We appreciate it. It's great to hear from you. Again, if you guys want to send an email, you can send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And I think we're wrapping it up here. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what it's looking like here. Um, before we you know get to goals and all that stuff, I do want to remind you guys, if you want to help support the show, you can do it at patreon.com forward slash gocastpodcast. Little as $1 a month and uh, Discord access is all yours. And there's a bunch of other cool things too. But if you don't want to do monetary support, you can just go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. That's free. Takes like minimal time from you at all. And it helps us out a ton. 
there were a lot of reviews that people left in the past like week on Apple Podcasts, and I saw them. Thank you to like the five of you that did. Thanks. We're at like 31 reviews That's right now. Really That's awesome. You guys are phenomenal. Thank you so much. If you want to visit our website for all things GoCast related, that's GoCastPodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at GoCastPodcast. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, just search for the GoCast Podcast. And while we're doing plugs, before we get to goals, we're out of here. Ken, you want to go ahead and plug all your stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I, this was great. It's such a You guys have such great chemistry. It's a really good dynamic. And uh, I really appreciate working with other creators in the podcast space because I, I really do believe in audio format. So it's uh, very cool to be on. Thanks so much for that. All right. Yeah, thanks absolutely. for being thanks here. Thanks for coming. So you can find everything that I'm doing at gottawatchemall.com. Uh, like I said, the two podcasts, Gotta Watch Them All and Lured Up. You can even go to luredup.com. That'll work as well. Uh, you can get all our shows there. We're pretty much available everywhere, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Android, all that, all that good stuff. So wherever you can get podcasts will be available. But just check out luredup.com uh, for everything that we're doing. And, yeah, could definitely connect with us. Uh, we'd, love you to, we'd love for you to come check us out for sure. All right. And cool. Yeah. Thanks, Ken. We appreciate you coming on. It's awesome to hang out with you. Uh, you, you fit like a glove right in our, like a glove. <laughs> in our, <laughs> right in our, in our chemistry. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Enough of the nice stuff. Let's no. talk about freaking goals. Let's do it. Okay. That was aggressive. I, you know, Sorry, I gotta I say, it. as a listener, <laughs> really this inspired. is my favorite part yeah. of the show because everyone, like Chris says it, and then you hear this collective sigh of just uh. Uh, from this <laughs> it's like every time I laugh every single time it's so funny this is our battle party whoop whoop exactly. except nobody enjoys it <laughs> alright Ness you're being thrown to the wolves first uh, uh, what are your goals miss I didn't play last week yeah I'm gonna go with 250 XP and <laughs> I want at least one shiny ludicolo ludicolo Oh, yeah, that's happening. Yeah, that's, that's next right. Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to be at a bridal shower next Saturday during the event, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to sneak off into the bar or wherever <laughs> and get me a shiny Ludicolo. Cause that I'm sure that's happen. where he'll be. Ludicolo! Yeah. <laughs> yes. It seems like bar. a place, Ludicolo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Kyle, what about you? All right, so I want to make progress on my Sinnoh badge. Okay. Because I'm only at 64. So I'm going to keep it specifically at one. One more. But because it might end up costing me rare candy. But I'd like to get more. I got a couple of evolutions that are really close. Only a few candy away. So. Okay. Is that. And I also want to get one shiny low tad. I'm going to be downtown Chicago next Saturday. But I'm not going to be playing. So we're going to see. Hopefully the shiny rate is high enough that I can, you know. Squeeze a couple, oh, couple sure of them out. They're everywhere downtown. Yeah. So that's my goal. All right. So you're gonna try to just get just a handful of them. I just, I just want the one shiny, whatever. Just the one. Like, okay. All that's, right. That's the goal. I want at least one. One shiny low tad. Do you want one of each, or do you want just one shiny? No, low just, tad? just the one. You don't want to probably cast end up one? evolving it to a Ludicolo. What about just the Ludicolo is better. Stop pressuring I just, him. I just no. It. no. You no. just want the one. It doesn't right? say cast sure form is coming one? from field, field research. step it up, man. <laughs> no. It doesn't say boosted. It doesn't say anything. I'm not putting myself to that. I'm like, the no. very best. Like no one. I want to be middling. <laughs> oh, come on. I want to be painfully mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, speaking of mediocrity, it's my turn. Um, let's see. Uh, probably get my Rampardos. I 
don't have him yet. He's the only thing I haven't sunk Rare Candy into. Uh, <laughs> I would have said Bast you done, but yes, um, you went for it. Ken baited me, so I, I have a Rampardos <laughs> so now too. Uh, <laughs> I need a Rampardos. So that's what I'm going to do. I want to get um, at least three shiny Ludicolo. Although I, the way it's looking right now, I might actually be able to be out for most, if not all, of this research. Nine right hours. Let's go, man. All day. Let's do it. Absolutely. So three shiny Ludicolo. One shiny cast form. <laughs> and uh, that's going to now do another 200,000 Stardust. Not experience. Stardust. Perfect. Ken, do you set goals for yourself you, you when know, you play? I don't. Or is, I don't, you but know? I should. Uh, I, well, now I you do. I, I mean, Welcome well, to GoCast. No, no, no. I, I was looking forward to this because <laughs> I, I really, I used to be on this grind before I hit level 40. I would, you know, I, I had my spreadsheets with conditional formatting, you know, that I would let me know if I'm in the red or in the green for my, you know, weekly, tr- you know, progress and all that. But uh, I am, uh, I'm, I plan on hitting it really hard tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to say in one week's time, I'm going to do, I'm going to shoot for 100,000 Stardust. I'm going to shoot for 250K XP. And I'm also, I'm running two tournaments tomorrow. And I get a lot of people that come out to these tournaments that travel. So I'm hoping that I can at least get one special trade in tomorrow for a regional uh, from someone that has traveled. So I have a, I have a, someone with a Volbeat bringing it. So I'm excited to uh, get my hands on one of those tomorrow. So nice. I got it. But it's, he's, nice. he's going to bring it, you know, going to have it ready for me and do all this stuff. And we've, we ha- we've missed each other in the past. So this dude better come out because I need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I'm going to follow up with you before we record and see how this went. Uh <laughs> next week all right Hold cool to it well best of luck to that uh and i think that does that mark the end of this that marks the end of the show i think we're, we're we're just about done here yeah all right well ken thanks again for joining us it was Absolutely. killer it's to have great. you on yeah and uh that's it we'll see you guys next week for oh geez episode 40 already oh. wow wow yeah. all right thanks for listening guys see you bye bye bye, bye.